I jokingly said to my friend, I remember this because it's kind of biting me in the ass now. Like, you, you can keep the spotlight. I prefer to own it. You know, like mm. to literally like own the light, but man, like owning the light in a venue sucks, bro. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the I Had an Idea podcast. Thanks for having me. Here is how it works you listen, we talk. I know you're busy and you don't owe us your time. We're gonna keep things really short, no fluff. Oh, we're in the red zone. Time's up. Next subject. Joining me, your host, Trent Thompson, are people who not only have ideas, but do them because the value of an idea lies in the using of it. We start with a segment called Brag, aka Give Yourself Flowers. AKA talk your shit, AKA who even are you? The guest has a chance to write down their own intro and convince you why the rest of this is worth listening to. If you want to support, I partnered up with Sudi to make the I Had an Idea notebook. So when you have an idea of your own, you don't forget to write it down. Welcome to the podcast. A drum roll, please. Whoa. Today, we are joined by RJ Cool Raul Navalta. He is a Filipino-born entrepreneur living in America. As a product of 90s hip-hop culture, he is a world-renowned b-boy, featured on syndicated TV shows such as America's Best Dance Crew and So You Think You Can Dance. A current member of the Triple Threat DJ, an internationally sought-after DJ group founded in 1999, based in San Francisco. Turning passion into profession, Raul holds the responsibility of managing director of Creative Transit Agency, LLC, a marketing agency that brings brands and communities together through curated experiences and designs. RJ, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. I'm going to jump in, just give you a little bit of context on how this works, and then we'll dive right in. So we like to do three quick segments. Um, the goal is that each segment is going to be five minutes or under. When we hit that five-minute point, Cam, behind the cam, is going to make this light go red. You're going to hear an anxiety-inducing alarm like it's time <laughs> to wake up, and that's how we're going to know that the five minutes is up. There it is, okay? I feel terrible already. Um <laughs> And that's how we're going to know it's time to move on to the next section. Um, we're going to talk about some of your ideas. So cool. I gave you a little bit of context. Um, and just to tell the listeners, I know RJ because RJ was the DJ at my wedding. And we are mutual friends with Aaron Horner, uh, one of my favorite people in the world who I hope to have on this podcast at some point. Um, so yeah, let's just jump right in. RJ, I think the first thing I'd love to talk about is an idea you know, that you're proud of, an idea that you started or had or co-had that, you know, you've been able to make a reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to talk about uh, the subsidiary of our uh, marketing agency called um, Ad Virtual. Mm -hmm. And uh, the concept came about because during the beginning of the pandemic, our clients basically asked to come up with a way to add a virtual component because they had to scale down events or gatherings or you know, whatever it was at the time. And everybody basically said, how do we add a virtual component? How do we add virtual? How do we? And so we just took that and ran with it. Yeah, and the name's then, great. Yeah. Add virtual. Yeah. Yeah. And and the IO, the advirtual.io, which is our website, yeah. uh, gave us that like tech feel, yeah, which is really interesting. So, yeah. That's amazing. So with add virtual, um, what is your what is your role? I mean, I, I see your title here. Yeah. Um, but what's a typical day in a life for RJ 
uh, when you're working on ad virtual? Yeah, I mean, ad virtual stuff is uh, mostly engineering systems, which basically means that we create the rigs that people utilize to broadcast to the internet, right? Okay. And in the very beginning, uh, my job was to figure out how to utilize all of the basic systems like cameras and audio um, in a cool way because we were already broadcasting to like Twitch and YouTube. Right. But we were, but it was very like CNN style. Mm. One shot, cut. And then um, when we started going through like newer technologies like Wirecast, which is a broadcasting uh, software, um, we started to utilize it differently. And we would use things like the transition called smooth, where you could see a layer um, literally like moves and slide across the screen as if it was a real time animation. Um, and, and, and when I was doing demos in the very beginning, that's really what differentiated us is we were utilizing these like really, really basic tools differently. Mm -hmm. Um, at the time I used to compare it to like how DJs in the seventies use, uh, like scratch and use, use records. You know, we were using this tool, uh, which was, uh, they were using this tool like that, which was the turntable, but utilizing it differently. And um, so the approach on the old on the broadcast uh, systems was really my first responsibility. I was learning how to use this technology differently because I didn't know how to really use it right. properly. Yeah, I mean that's that's amazing. I feel uh, like COVID. You know, mm -hmm. you told me that this ad virtual thing was kind of born out of that need to to do the virtual components. So yeah. clearly, you guys jumped on the innovation and found an opportunity yeah. there. Um, has it transitioned now into being an add-on to in-person events or are the, the ad virtual events, is it usually one or the other? Yeah, um, we used to talk about it like that. Okay. We used to talk about it as a thing that you would use to like broaden your reach. Right. Um, but in context, everything that we do now basically lives forever on the internet. Right. So it's not really an add-on. It's more or less how do you want the experience to live forever? Mm. So now it's like how, how are you going to capture this? Yeah. So you yeah, can go yeah. back and revisit it. Yeah. And oh, a lot of cool. folks and a lot of folks used to well not used to a lot of folks used to look at that approach as um, we need a videographer, photographer. We need things um, that 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 we can edit and post. Right. But there's a lot of magic that happens in real time. Right. So. You know, now we're, we're finding um, that the virtual component is an absolute necessity because a lot of people also want to experience the like real long form experience. Yeah. So with the creative, maybe we're going to go into this in one of the other questions, sure. but with Creative Transit Agency, which is the umbrella, I guess, mm -hmm. for ad virtual, um, you guys are doing all sorts of events, yeah. right? And how big is, tell me a little bit about that team, yeah. how you got yeah. connected with them, because um, yeah. I know that's, you know, bigger than just RJ. Yeah, no, it's, um, I, I, I do want to shout out that we initially started as a result of this crazy grant that we applied for with the Alameda Chamber of Commerce and um, Alameda County, Alameda Deputy Sheriff's Activities League. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we basically did this thing called Eden Night Live that was that spanned over 18 months of events, 72 events. Wow. Yeah. But it was like a year of preparation. Okay. And so shout out to BB, who is my, my right hand person, who literally was like side by side with me through the whole process. And also, um, basically every weekend, two events for that year and a half. 
Um, wow. Yeah, and from that, we partnered with some good folks over in San Francisco um, to create this thing. Uh oh. I'm the boss. This is my podcast, and I want to hear this. So yeah. give me a minute and a half. I'll please. be quick with this. Um, so then we partnered with uh, an organization in uh, San Francisco uh, and created this uh, the first Filipino night market. Okay. Called Undiscovered. Yeah. And um, so we're titled as co-creators of that thing. Okay. Uh, from there, it was just a matter of being able to keep up with um, with the, the 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 need for our services. And so our team went from like two event producers to now we're at uh, my title's managing partner because right. there's basically three uh, leaders or managers that lead their own department. And um, I work with them literally every day from uh, 8.30 to 10 is when we do our check-ins. So that's okay. shouts to Lauren, who also uh, manages uh, Ad Virtual. Okay. Um, Angel, who is our uh, events manager, kind of overseeing everything. And then um, there is Selena. She's the youngest, but she's taking on this giant responsibility of uh, venue managing our new venue called Rhythm Section. Oh, cool. Where's Rhythm Section? It's the third floor it's the of our house. house yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. I feel like that's a good transition. So we're going to beat this second minute cool. and a half. Um, let's talk about something that fell on its face. Sure. You know, like I, I, you're a successful guy. You wear a lot of hats. Um, I think we could talk about yeah. that. It's more yeah. fun. But um, yeah. tell us about the knot, the butterflies. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Um, man. Okay. So I'll talk about this concept that was happening simultaneously with Ad Virtual. Okay. Um, Mid pan no 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 like two two or three months in, into the pandemic, I uh, was basically trying to understand what it meant to be an advertising agency versus a marketing agency. Okay, and uh, so I started this project with three of my, um, they're they're friends. We're not close, but they're friends, uh, and we called it uh, beige B A E J. Okay, and the idea was to help advertise to be to be the advertising. Um, organization that helps bring your brand to people's eyes, but through like more common avenues. Okay. So this is like buying buying ad space right. or creating um, more like experiential events. And the concept behind it was that the color beige is basically literally everywhere all around us. Right. And we never really see it, but okay. it's this thing that is always around us, and it's just this thing. And um. Yeah, it happened. Sorry, we started that, and then George Floyd passed away, mm -hmm. and everything halted. So there was a lot. Like even on our Instagram, we only have one post because, and it's a tribute to George Floyd. Okay. Because we actually wanted to open our shop. That or um, we wanted to announce our like breakout event. Yeah. The day he passed away. Yeah. 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 Timings. Yeah. Not not great there. Yeah. So, so I'll take it as a sign from God, though. You know? Yeah. So then, so is that. That was kind of it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, you were just like, oh, this is not going to be yeah. a thing. Okay. Yeah. But I'll, I will say that there was um, a lot of like, I wasn't a good leader because mm -hmm. I didn't know exactly what I was doing. Um, I wasn't able to uh, like manage the team that I had. And it was a brand new team. Like I had two people that, two people that work merchandising at Gap. Okay. Oh, sorry. Old Navy which is like, you know, gap. Yeah. And they, they were, they too were looking for a project that was like more passion driven. Um, and I had this really, really awesome, like super young, uh, star from, um, uh, Sacramento named Sophia, who was like social media 
copywriter queen. Okay. Super hip, super young, super in tune. Um, and actually, she was the one that was like, maybe we should hold off on this like announcement. Right. Yeah. This so, timing seems yeah. like bad. Yeah. And also shouts to LJ and Chanel who actually got married. They are the other two partners. Okay, cool. Yeah. So is that something that you think eventually will, will be an idea you pursue or are you just taking that nah. as this is not a thing? Nah, nah. It was, it was a well-deserved L. Okay. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with that, I guess a, a nuts and bolts question for you. Yeah. Um, what I'm, what I'm gleaming from what you're saying is you have creative transit agency, which is sort of this all encompassing mm-hmm. umbrella of a lot of different verticals. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think for me, you know, like I was saying, we have run in some similar circles and know each other, but I've never really got a chance to sit down and, sure. and break it all down. That's super interesting to know. So when you're doing this project beige, was that also planned yeah. to be a subsidiary, subsidiary yeah. of Creative Transit? Okay. Yeah, because we were also targeting a very, very like niche group of small businesses, up and okay. businesses. Gotcha. Yeah. With Creative Transit, are you doing, um, you know, you, you talk about, I need to learn the difference between an ad agency and a marketing agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call um, Creative Transit? Or is it's, that umbrella it, can be both? It's a marketing agency. Okay. Yeah, we are better served as the, we call ourselves like the creative resource for creative, for more technical or tech organizations mm-hmm. than their marketing teams. So like the ideal client for us, because of what we do outside of our work, yeah, the ideal client for us is a multinational tech brand i'm not going to say company because there are some tech uh, tech groups that don't necessarily have product or services they're just a brand right that that need to get in front of of like regional audiences mm-hmm. so um google next and dreamforce which we just came off of those are the events that really give us the resources to do all the cool things we do amazing yeah. okay um we're gonna beat the timer again i'm gonna <laughs> jump into uh you know what and i feel like there's gonna be some overlap here which is totally fine um, I'm super curious just on how you learned to DJ, you know, yeah. when, when that all happened. Um, but I'll let you kind of guide where you want to take it. What is getting you up in the morning nowadays? Like what's something new and exciting yeah. that you're starting to pursue? I'm sure you have lots of ideas and you got to pick which uh, ones to go after. No, no, this is really simple, man. I am so stressed in the best possible way. I'm so stressed out about the things that are happening um, to this new venture, which is uh, rhythm section. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like I've been a part of every part of the not even events experience, but like in real life experience. Okay. From talent to organizer to connector of vendors, that um, I jokingly said to my friend. I remember this because it's kind of biting me in the ass now. Like I used to say this to my friends back in the day. Uh, you know, I don't. Pref- I, I'd rather. You, you can keep the spotlight. I prefer to own it, you know, like mm. to literally like own the light. Uh, but man, like owning the light in a venue fucking sucks. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> dude, <it's... laughs> You're like, okay, you can pay the overhead. That's what that means. Yeah. You can, you can come dude. fix the things. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's a new challenge. I think the one thing which I really, really, really like owe to the whole hip hop experience is that facing these difficult things, I've been given like a framework Mm -hmm. to, you know, face and um, structure the the path to overcoming these things. But this one is really difficult because I just don't know. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I just don't know. So is it tra- with the with the space that you guys have on the third floor of yeah. our house? Um, and rhythm section, are you, like economic question, are you hoping to um, make money on that through rentals or doing your own events there or letting add virtual stream from there or what's your what's your main plan with that yeah 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 uh in the beginning i thought there was a viable business because we had all the natural amenities that actually not even natural let me use that we had all of the amenities that one would want out of a venue in oakland we have a gated parking lot yeah which is fucking impossible to find yeah Uh, we have like beautiful it already looks beautiful um and then when you get to the third floor that's the space with um the outside area yeah the space is incredible yeah yeah and so we've branded the whole floor because we we manage it so i need to go i need to go back up there and see what you guys have turned that into i was up there a lot of times when that was just riaz's yeah like office yeah yeah Um, And, and the crazy story about how that happened like i can tell you later but okay so we definitely i i jumping into it i was like dude we have the perfect equation and we also have crazy staffing right so we literally take care of people as they get into the space park go up to the elevator and the elevator opens up to the floor right now what i didn't take into account was the i'm not going to call them well okay there it's like just the creating of processes amongst tenants Mm. because we're still sharing it with like I mean, we're not sharing our space, but we still have to make time. You still share the whole building. Share the building, yeah. Right. So that definitely slowed us down. But, you know, we call ourselves an art lounge. So, you know, the experiences we have there are, like, really, really interesting and diverse. And, you know, right now our goal, we've only been there for, like, three months, by the okay. way. Um, so our goal right now is to just align with the, with the brands that we um, aspire to work with long term. And the goal is to get as much of like this shared cross promotion so that the right people see our space. Amazing. Are you, um, do you know of firm foundation housing? No. Okay. Uh, it's just an Aaron an Aaron Horner connection. Another, he's like the impresario. He knows everybody. Yeah. Um, but well, we can do this off the podcast, but I have, uh, an event concept. I would love to pitch you. Let's go for that space. I don't know if they want to do the, like the Fruitvale East Oakland mm-hmm. thing, if that's the perfect fit, but let's definitely, uh, yeah connect and if it works we'll, we'll keep the listeners tuned and we'll see if a collaboration can be born thank you um let's do it from that we're beating the time we're rj's talking quick we're we're, we're zooming yeah, through bro, this i learned quickly so yeah so i don't want to see the red again oh i didn't like that noise <laughs> i told cam it's just it you know it makes me feel like i'm i slept in too long yeah. and i'm like late to something yeah. important um so before i gave you a little bit of time to just tell people where they can find you how sure. they can reach out how they can help um, I'm going to do a little surprise segment. We'll just have some fun. Cam's going to cue the dramatic lighting. Thank you. Um, we're going to call this one. I'm kind of improvising these each sure. each segment. So we're going to call this one Drop by Do. Drop by Do. Drop by Do. It's my uh, my recently created take on uh, Bang, Mary Kill. Okay. Got but it, I'm going to give it. you three ideas. You're going to drop one. You're going to buy one. And you're going to do one, which means you're going to like Got pursue it. it right? Um, and then you can tell us why, you know, and just kind of mm-hmm. break down whether you want to take that from the, from the emotionally, how you feel about it, or if you want to break down the economics behind yeah. it or whatever. So here's the three ideas. Number one, we, you're going to start an initiative to add an average athlete 
into every Olympic event so that you're providing context to the viewers. You're going to have an average swimmer swimming next to the professionals so you can really, you know, have the magnitude and you're going to start that initiative and sell that to the Olympic committee. Okay. Um, the second one is going to be a razor product that has shaving cream, self-loading shaving cream that goes in the handle. Okay. So you can, you know, you can, the shaving cream will come out as you go. And the third one is going to be a TV show picture, love Island bachelor, but for geriatrics. So we're talking 70 plus, um, on an Island getting frisky. You're going to go, yep. You're going to buy one. You're going to do one and you're going to drop one. And you're going to tell us why. Great. I mean, the geriatric one is definitely a drop. You're dropping it. You're yeah, not watching yeah. it. You're not buying it. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Nah, nah. Um, this is interesting. I, I like, you don't want to see the old people romance? No. You don't hell, like that? Hell no. Okay. No. Yeah, I think some people that have That lives on the internet already. Um, okay, so we're dropping the old people. Sorry, <laughs> old, old people. people. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll buy the razor cool. because I really want to do the um the olympics you like that one i like yeah, that one too yeah, yeah. i got we got to figure out the like economic plan of how yeah. we're going to make some money off that yeah. but i think yeah it would it would increase viewership yeah it would increase you know investment yeah. on your watching so yeah yeah especially if you're able to do it in like a regional element because they don't necessarily have to be at the olympics they can just be doing certain things and then you could show you ever watch um the NFL combine where, you know, Rich yeah, yeah, Eisen, yeah, where he'll yeah. do the 40. That's yeah. kind of what gave me that yeah. idea. Yeah. And I love that. Like, yeah. if whenever the combine happens, I go yeah. to watch that and just yeah. watch like the linemen running yeah. down. Right. Yeah. So I feel like something where you're just overplaying. It yeah. Would be yeah. amazing. That'd be interesting to also just see because then people would want to get better. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you could even do like one person, like the average guy, you could be the average yeah. guy. That competes in all the events yeah you could get famous as that guy that'd be that'd be interesting <laughs> maybe instead of selling it you just become yeah not that you're average but maybe in different events listen we don't know till we know we don't know till <laughs> we know um all right so yeah. finish off tell the viewers where they can find you what you need help with yeah how we can uh, promote you um show you love all that yeah yeah on um instagram that's like my pr primary source of conversation to the world um at r-j-k-o-o-l-r-a-u-l and um honestly go check out rhythm section oak that's on instagram as well at rhythm section o-a-k beautiful that's it and i will include some more links in the description uh, to wherever you are listening to this podcast. Um, RJ, thank you so much. It's been an honor to have you. Um, look forward to continue to look for collaboration opportunities. Yeah, thank you for having me. Now that's what I call it. An idea. Idea. This song was brought to you by my friend Shido, aka Terion Smith, aka Shogun Shido, aka DJ Jambalaya. <laughs>